When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Donna and Steve experience on my talk 1071, everything entertainment. Good morning. Good morning, Stevie boy. Hey, Don. Hello. You know, can I, can I, can I just, you start, I want to cleanse, I want to cleanse myself and just say this. Okay. It has been a long time since I have gone as deep into a story as I did the Will Smith story, Chris Rock. Me too. I mean, I just, at at the point, yes, it was stressing me out. Like I was becoming so addicted to the story and looking for updates. Is Will going to say anything? Is Chris going to say anything? Is the Academy going to say anything? It was stressing me out, and I think that and hanger, right? I was I was hangry yesterday. Mm. All of it yesterday evening was uh, making for a stressed out Stevie boy, and I was just like, I've got to cut bait from this story and I just tried. live the rest of my life, and then wake up tomorrow yeah. and see what else is new. I tried, and then like later in the night, I'd be like, "Oh, I got three seconds here. Let's open up uh, Instagram or Twitter, see I if there's something new." Four articles yesterday. I read two this morning. I've never felt as well studied on an entertainment topic in right? in the last three years. I don't think. Well, can I give you something else? Mm-hmm. Because it really yes. opened my eyes and changed my mind oh. about how why he got so angry. Yeah. Okay. We had yes. Shaletta on the show this morning for three segments in the seven o'clock hour. And uh, she, if you don't know who she is, she's a longtime uh, TV host, radio host here in the Twin Cities. Just so funny. She has just great. She was on the show and she explained her journey about hair loss. She lost her hair and how it almost caused her to lose her job and that experience. And I was like, oh, my gosh. This is so important to recognize that part of the story. Sure. sure. And also, because you can do two things at once. You can say he should have been removed from the theater. They should have cut to commercial. Mm -hmm. But we, you know, to learn that part of the story and what it feels like as a black woman. Yeah. Well, and and hair is so important to black women. It's it's tied so much to their (sighs) self-esteem. You know, Chris Rock made a special on here. And he he did this because of his daughter (laughs) who said, why do I have, you know, how come I don't have good hair? Yeah. And so he, in 2009, this documentary, which he co-wrote, he narrated, he produced it. uh, He even interviewed a woman with alopecia. Mm -hmm. I just watched that interview. And so that's why I think... At first, I thought he interviewed Jada, 
for the documentary. I don't think that's the case. Mm-hmm, no. And that joke that he told was not on the teleprompter. It was not practiced in rehearsal. So I think it was just off the cuff, mm-hmm. not thinking. He sees short hair yeah. and it's just like, I'm going to make the joke. Right. To which you guys were presuming this yesterday. Now, one of Chris Rock's sources told TMZ yesterday afternoon, he did not, according to Chris Rock, uh, the source, he did not know about her alopecia. And also, P. Diddy, you know, I smelled something off when P. Diddy was at the Vanity Fair party and was like, hey, essentially, they squashed it backstage, all is well. Chris Rock's source tells TMZ that did not happen at all. Chris Rock went back to his dressing room, and then he left immediately after, not in a huff. That was his plan anyway. It's embarrassment, probably. Well, his plan wasn't to stick around. damage control there. But I'm sure that he did not plan to... He didn't want to stick around and try to hash it out with Will. But there was a rumor, there was so much fake news going on around Mm -hmm. this, that Will and Chris backstage uh, sort of squashed it all. P. Diddy goes to the Vanity Fair party. I can tell you it's done. It's over with. They're brothers. It's good. Not according to Chris Rock's source. He went to his dressing room, was really like taken aback, obviously, by the whole situation. And then as scheduled, he didn't plan to go out and sit in the Oscars. No. He was then going right over to, to a party, a party uh, that a friend of his was throwing. So well, that- and then he was being interviewed by the LAPD who asked him if he wanted to press charges, and he said no, and, and he apparently, left. There was a string of uh, celebrities at this party that were uh, essentially standing outside of his table waiting to like say hello to him and just sort of commiserate with him and say, dude, that was, that was crazy. That was nuts. Meanwhile, um, Will Smith, we do hear from him yesterday on Instagram, where, where, by the way, this is sort of a fascinating thing to watch. Did you see Will's, before I read you some of his apology, did you see Will Smith's last post before the Oscars? No, I don't think so. His last post before the Oscars, and you can go find this for yourself on Instagram, it was he and Jada, and then it said, me and Jada Pinkett Smith got all dressed up to choose chaos. And that was just sort of a, you know, sometimes these Instagram posts are strangely timed that happened before the oscars and it's a video of them looking really dapper and then they start like crazy mugging at the camera so then i go to watch that which now has four hundred and seventy-three thousand comments oh my gosh and that is where people people go to chris rock's last post and then they go to will smith's last post and that's where they connect on the issue and share their thoughts publicly the apology that will smith put out I noticed no comments. There are he turned comments off, invisible likes off. Like I think he saw in his four hundred thousand comments, there were some people that were like, "Hey, buddy, I got your back here," and a bunch of people who were like, "Dude, what happened?" Well, I, I'm curious about the timing of the apology. Um, How so? Well, he could have spoken up a lot sooner, but. He, it wasn't until we found out that the Academy was looking at their bylaws and seeing what kind of action they're going to take. And that's all the headlines. So clearly he's like, all right, I got to apologize if I want to keep this Oscar. Maybe there's a little bit of timing, though, too. You know, he's on the West Coast and he partied into the night, Oscar in hand, singing, getting jiggy with it and all that. He was he was partying at the Vanity Fair party, they got video of it. He's rapping That's along fair. to that, yeah. to summertime. 
And you know what? To his own uh, music. That's... <laughs> yeah, it felt a little on the nose. But you know, um, who's the funny guy from SNL? Um, his name is Chris Chris Red. Red, yeah. Is it Chris Red? Yep. He was on the KTLA Morning News yesterday, and he's a comic. And he was in Jamaica, and uh, Sam Rubin from KTLA was interviewing him. And first of all, he was like, listen, they need to come to Jamaica because no one is slapping each other down here. We're all just oh, dancing. Yeah, because they're all smoking pot. <laughs> Donna! What? <laughs> anyway, he said, you know, he said what I think was particularly tough for Chris Rock is not only did he get embarrassed getting slapped on stage, but also the guy went out and partied all night. It was, and he said, was dancing and singing along to getting jiggy with it, and that sort of pour salt in the wound. Like, did this not land for you? What you, what you just did? It felt a little, uh, a little off. So anyway, Will Smith um, said, "Violence in all its forms is poisonous and destructive." My behavior at last night's Academy Awards was unacceptable and inexcusable. Jokes at my expense are part of the job, but a joke about Jada's medical condition was too much for me to bear, and I reacted emotionally. I would like to publicly apologize to you, Chris. I was out of line, and I was wrong. I'm embarrassed, and my actions were not indicative of the man I want to be. There's no place for violence in a world of love and kindness. And he ended his apology on Instagram, saying, I would also like to apologize to the Academy, to the producers of the show, all the attendees, and everyone watching around the world. I'd like to apologize to the Williams family and my King Richard family. I deeply regret that my behavior has stained what has been an otherwise gorgeous journey for all of us. I'm a work in progress. Sincerely, Will. Uh, you know so, what I find interesting? What's up? That, and I read this this morning, I don't know who said it, but Janet Jackson shows a little nip on the Super Bowl and the government investigates her. The whole world sees what actually happens a crime and where's the you know repercussions yeah you know it'll be interesting the continued fallout this story if you're uh feeling a little fatigued by the story already i have a feeling it's not going anywhere the rest of the week there are just new things that are going to be coming out so um what we will do is cleanse the palate quickly we'll get into things that make you go huh okay i'm so excited to tell you guys about this all right this is a trivia question for the two of you ladies and anybody listening Last night, I watched a little bit of this 2002 movie, where in the first five minutes, you see Tom Cruise, Gwyneth Paltrow, Kevin Spacey, Danny DeVito, Steven Steven Spielberg, Quincy Jones, and Britney Spears. All as cameos. There in the first five minutes, gone after that. What movie was I watching last night? We'll get into it, see if you can figure it out. When we come back, Donna and Steve on my talk. Hey, Steve, drop and give me 50. Okay. Wow. Really? Yeah, I'm very motivated by clear instructions when it comes to fitness. Well, then you should join the Y. They offer personal trainers who can help you reach your wellness goals with guidance and accountability. Join the Y by March 17th and get $17 enrollment with no dues till May. 29, 30. Join at ymcanorth.org. Good morning. Welcome back to the Donna and Steve experience on my talk 1071. Where talk is fun. On TV, Steve Patterson opposite Donna Valentine hey, and Don Don McLean. Hi. Hello. I'm uh, Woodbury's Don. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> how's it going in Woodbury? Yeah, how's Woodbury? I love it. You, I everything there is so there. Rarely. You can do everything I know. there. Hi, Radio Drive, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's clear. Why is that? I think there was a radio station out there. I think that's why it's called Radio Drive. Really? Yeah. The history of Woodbury added... 
don't know. Yes? Do you know what I just realized? What's that, Steve? This show might achieve something that no other show on my talk achieves. Oh. This hour, particularly. Ooh. Everybody bust out your mental maps. Okay. Stevie Boy lives in Chaska. Uh-huh. Donna lives in Bloomington. Uh-huh. Don lives in Woodbury. Oh! We have West Metro, Central Metro, East Metro. That's right. We're covering all the bases. We are. Woo! Uh, Steve, right, are we done? Yeah, right, Steve funny. has a quiz for us. Things that make you go I bet you Cottage Grove is so jealous of Woodbury. Oh, no. So close. <laughs> oh, no. So far. Invergrove Heights. Oh. I know we like to, I don't even tell people Maple I live in Chaska. Wood. I say we're Chanhassen adjacent. Oh, I like I'm just that. trying to round up. Everybody loves Chan. <laughs> oh, Chan. You've been to Chan lately? Is there a Chick-fil-A in Chan? Isn't there a great theater in Chan that you endorse? I do love Chanhassen dinner theaters. Yes, I'm just saying. <laughs> gotcha. Would it have killed them to move into Chaska? Just the zoning. You don't need to physically move the building. Oh, God. Now a trivia question. Let's see if either of you can get this. Last night, I watched a, needing a palate cleanser from the Will Smith Chris Rock drama. I watched a little bit, probably about half of this 2002 movie, where in the first five minutes, you see Tom Cruise, first face on screen. Got it. Gwyneth Paltrow. I'm writing my answer down. Kevin Spacey. Danny DeVito. Mm-hmm. Steven Spielberg, mm-hmm. Quincy Jones, Ooh. and you're like, okay, that's it for the first five minutes. That's pretty star-studded. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Here comes Britney Spears. All as cameos. What movie was I watching? Don't hold it up yet, Donna. I want to... Uh, you ask Dawn, and then yes. I'll hold up okay. my answer. That's okay. how we'll do it. Donathan McLean. Most movies that have a lot of celebrity cam- cameos are terrible. That's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. And I know a terrible movie that has a lot of cameos in it that I was forced to watch, which is okay. New Year's Eve. Oh, good Great. one. That's my Great only guess. one that I know. New Year's Eve and Valentine's Day. That's right. Both yes. the same premise, yeah. but a different director? day. Uh, Rob, not, no, 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 no. Rob is it Rob Ryan? No, it's not Rob Ryan. Or Mar- no, uh, his father. Mar- Marshall? No, who's Ma- the yeah, No, 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 it's Gary O'Brien. Gary Marshall. There we go. Gary, Gary Marshall. Marshall? Okay, yeah, Penny Marshall's dad. Yeah, brother. Brother? I think so. Oh, God. No. (laughs) I think Gary Marshall... Oh, no, Rob Reiner's her brother. (gasps) Oh, yes? Okay, sorry, Steve. (laughs) Yeah, sorry. (laughs) Gary Marshall, their dad, maybe? This is fun. Okay, here's my guess. All right, hold it up. Yeah, let's... Mm -mm -mm. She is absolutely right. (gasps) Austin Powers gold member. Oh! Donna. Donna got it. Yeah, I remember Gwyneth Paltrow in the beginning of that because her she had a funny name. It was very dirty. Yes. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I, I totally forgot. I've seen that movie, I don't know, probably five or six times. I really liked it. It oh. came out my senior year of high school. Oh. And so it was like, oh, this is just so funny. And I've really wanted them to do an Austin Powers 4. And they're flirting with the idea. And they had that Dr. Evil commercial during the Super Bowl. But, uh, yeah, I forgot that it's a movie within a movie. So they're doing a movie about mm. Austin Powers, of which Tom Cruise is playing Austin Powers. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Isn't that something? Yeah, wow. Oh, you know, wow. my son's starting to do that. The other day I said something to him, nine year old, and he goes, Yes, get the baby to do it. Yeah. <laughs> the baby's still the dumbest of all of our oh, kids. Oh, no. no it's it's temporary. Yeah, yeah we hope. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, it was pretty funny. Beyonce shows up in the movie. You know, Beyonce oh, yeah. plays like a major role. Fred Savage plays the mole who happens to have a very large <laughs> mole, <laughs> and Dr. Evil cannot ignore it. Austin Powers meets him. Mole, mole, mole. You know, he can't not oh, talk about no. it. It's a whole thing. Frankly, uh, it, frankly, if Mike Myers had done that joke, I, Will Smith, I could see him slapping him over a mole joke, too. Oh, no. I don't know. I have moles. Me too. I have to get one checked. Thank you for remembering. Thank you for reminding me. So freckly and moly. Oh, I have. I know. I got the full body check. I was like, you need to check everything because I don't know. Like your your butt. They do, but it's brief. They they just do a little. No, no, no. They don't spread them. No. Well, I'm sorry. Well, I have a friend who said that that's what they did to him. Well, did he have a mole in his crack? No. Oh, he was just doing the full body check. They just did sort of like just like a glance, right? Just like a glance. Pulled my boxers out. Okay, the waistband of the boxer's out. He was like, you work out? And we're, we're talking. Yeah, okay. No, and then, he didn't. No, he didn't. He didn't. Um, but then he just looked down and was like, yeah, a little scan, a little scan. But it wasn't, no, you're not, like, you know, drawing the curtains or anything. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it was very good. Everyone should go do this. Just because yeah. there are yeah. things that he explained to me. He's like, a lot of people think that these are cancers, and they're yes. not. This is what it is. I was able to ask him so many questions. Called. I don't remember There's any like of them. There's like the symmetry and the color yes, and the, the yes. outline. Some yeah. of them go away. I've I've had this big like mole freckle on my lip, and I was like, "Hey, doc, I hate it when people say that. Hey, doc, I think this is getting bigger, and it might be changing a little bit." And he was talking about how actually some freckles and moles like that can almost slowly get a little bit bigger or a little bit darker at times and like any other freckles they darken up in the winter all this or summer it was it was very eye-opening very Mm -hmm. eye-opening being there thank you guys for having me Uh thanks for being here steve you got it donna (laughs) two more days until i go on vacation which means i'm about to start you're already gone you can tell Uh, Hey, when we come back, I did watch the Best Picture Oscar last night. Oh, good for you. I'll tell you whether or not I thought it deserved to win when we come right back on My Talk 107.1. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Thanks for listening to the Donna and Steve Show on My Talk 107.1. Everything entertainment. Mel Talk. Don't we have to get full show approval to just suddenly pop an email? 
What's this in regards to? Sorry, it just popped up. Uh, we got to clear this up because we're big dummies. Oh. Okay, by we, I mean me. Oh. So this is from our pal Julie. Hey, Julie. Regarding Rob Reiner. Oh, God. Oh, okay. yeah, that was messy. Well, Gary Marshall is the director of those films that we were talking about. Okay. But Rob Reiner is Carl Reiner's son. Okay. Rob Reiner is Carl Reiner's son. Okay. Okay, Rob Reiner from Meathead fame, yeah. All in the Family. Yeah. He is the former husband to Penny Marshall. Oh, okay. Penny Marshall and Gary Marshall are sister and brother. Oh, okay. Penny and Rob have a daughter, Tracy Reiner, that is in every Gary Marshall movie. So So at one time, Rob Reiner was the brother-in-law of Gary Marshall. Yes. Yes. That's how we got a little lost. Uh Yes. Correct. I didn't know that they were married. Oh, yeah. I never associated Rob Reiner with the Marshalls. What, does this person work for Ancestry.com? I don't know. Maybe she works in the biz. Or she actually Julie, what's your story? (laughs) That could be, too. We moved on and went, whoa. Whatever. Look it up. That could be. Uh, Thank you, Julie. We appreciate that. Okay, so I watched Coda last night. Good for you, Donna. I never cried so hard while watching a movie. Really? I was just, I was ugly, oh. snot crying. I was like, <gasps> yeah, I was, oh. thankfully I was alone because <laughs> um, that would have been weird. But it is such a beautifully told family story about this deaf family who are fishermen in Massachusetts. And there's only one member of their family who can hear. And so, as you can imagine, they become very dependent on her to translate, you know, um, and it, it, you know, and it can become really exhausting if you're the only person that your, your family depends on to communicate. Mm. So, and then she's got her own dreams and she's a young girl. She's in high school and she likes to sing and, you know, it's, Strange because her parents can't or her brother can't hear her sing, so they don't know if she's good or not. Mm. And mm. then it's just a really beautiful, heartwarming story. It is, is it a lot, a lot of quiet in the movie? Uh, because... Yes, but it's not all quiet. There's also okay. a lot of conversation. There's, there's only... kids interacting in high school and teachers. and. I say that thinking of... Only Murders in the Building has a, a character who is deaf, and when you go into that person's point of view, it went silent. There is a... This is not like... Um, Dawn, what was the movie about the drummer? Oh, Sound of Metal. Gosh, which was amazing. So good. It's not to Isn't that it? extreme. Okay. okay. That was so necessary that, and important Yeah, the silence. I agree. There is a portion where the sound is cut, so you do have that perspective. Mm. And it kind of, this way you can at least empathize to some degree. You know, when you're at a recital, they're watching your your daughter and you can't hear. It's it's kind of eye-opening to go, wow. They have to look around to see how people are reacting to Mm. know, you know, the emotion that's you know being put out there in song and that type of thing but sure i really think it was important that this movie won i really do i think it opens people's eyes that just because 
these actors are deaf doesn't mean that they're not great at acting. Mm-hmm. They're just the the way they communicate with sign language and their their facial expressions and all of that. That's an art. Yeah, it's it's just so good. I loved it so much. A okay, plus. so it's it, it, in your perspective, just a beautiful movie, deserving A-plus. of the Oscar. I will ask the superficial question because I always do. Okay, how long? Uh, it didn't feel very long. It felt okay. like maybe ninety minutes. No, oh. maybe oh. a little less. Ninety. Wow, because I, I heard "Drive My Car." Mm, I really want like, to see that. Like about that's about three hours. Oh, oh yeah, yeah nobody okay. got time for that. Oh, I did. Although you want your money's worth, you know. I have to say that Coda is based on a French film, or Tony will kill me. Oh, oh okay. okay. He keeps telling us it's very, uh, it just is, it's not really called out. It's called La Famille Bellier. Oh. And that is the Bellier family or Bellier family. I love it. Uh, it's almost two hours. My bad. But okay. it didn't feel that way. I was really engrossed in the story and going, okay, what's going to happen with this girl? You know, there, there's also that feeling of sometimes you feel trapped. You know, As somebody who left home when I was mm, 24, mm-hmm. I, that's a real, that was one of the most difficult things I've ever done in my life. And I kind of felt trapped at one point. And so I can really empathize with this young girl who wants bigger things in life than just living in a fishing town and, and, you know, having family, you know, be to be, your family doesn't want you to go Uh. out of love. And it's just all these expressions of love. And Steve, you're going to experience this with your kids. Mm. You know, it's going to be one of those things where you want to do what's best for the child yeah for their future but Mm -hmm. selfishly you want to keep them there it's just oh it was heart-wrenching yeah i remember that when my mom sent uh when i went to college they were like look around where do you want to go and i lived in pennsylvania and then i ended up looking across the country in california just about as far away as you could go but my girlfriend at the time, who's now my wife, she was going to go to L.A. for college to be near her dad. Her parents were divorced. And I was like, oh, this would be great. Let's go out there. And I remember my parents just being like very supportive and do that. But I also knew I was the baby of the family. And it was at one point we we had a lunch at this restaurant called the Anchor Inn. I remember it. And I remember my mom just casually at one point tossing out after being very supportive of everything, just well, you know, you could always look into, you know, just like locally too. Just like, you know, she wants what's best for me, and it's like, ooh, what's she wanted best to for plant him the seed a is going to be yeah. three thousand miles away. Could but look at you today; you made the best decision. Yeah, it all turned out, but it's tough. It's it's really tough. I yeah. remember when my mom left that orientation weekend at college. She dropped us off, and there's a time in the orientation weekend where I went to school where it was like, and now we say goodbye to the parents, Jeez. and the student-only activities begin. It's got to happen at some point, though, Donna, right? Yeah. But you know it's coming, and I stayed with her at her hotel the night before instead of in the dorm, and I was just like, oh, gosh, this day at noon is when the parents leave. And, oh, my gosh. It's so hard. We, we I keep saying it was like we were hugging each other's corpse in the parking lot and for her and i now 
I felt sad and scared and excited all at the same time. Um, but I was like, this is such like my childhood. Mm-hmm. It's it's yeah, changed. You're the baby. It's and for her, it was that. It was this is the final chapter in the final four book series of right, Kids right. in the Patterson Household. Right. You know? I think you should watch this movie. I really want to. How did you watch it? It's on uh, Apple HBO Plus. Oh, okay. oh, shoot. You don't have it? Oh, no. I'll give you my, my login. Oh, who the Oh, my up? God. If we I can used remember to have it. it. But then <laughs> he got rid of it. Um, yeah. You know, I'll give you my login. That guy. Let's worry about it. <laughs> he that guy. How dare he? He was paying for it, so. Uh, but it's it's just <laughs> such a lovely movie. I just loved it. I'm also loving Life and Beth. With Amy Schumer, I love it. I just can't get enough of it. I just keep starting a new episode. This is like before bed. I'm like laying in bed watching it on my laptop. And I'm like, all right, just one more episode. I just think I'd more. like this. I maybe. there. Yeah, you will. You would. You're a, you're a grown-up. You would like it. So Gary Goldman is in it. Oh, my best Ooh. friend. Stand-up comedian. Yes. So funny. He And lovely, too. Because we talked to him once, didn't we? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was just a sweetheart. Uh, yeah. He plays Shlomo. Shlomo. Yeah, that's his name. Shlomo. <laughs> anyway, he's great. He's great. He's he's like nothing you would expect. I will just say that. And Amy Schumer is is not, you know, not playing like a you know she's not being over the top, you know, raunchy or anything like that. It's just it's just a sweet story. I won't give anything away. Watch it. Watch it. It's on Hulu. 30-minute episodes. Yeah, real easy. Not even. Mm, I'm almost done with it. I think I have an episode left. That's pretty bingeable. And it's it's a good cast, in case you don't remember. Amy Schumer. We've got, um, oh, God, Michael Rappaport plays her dad. Um, Oh, whoa. That seems weird to me. I don't know why. They age him a little bit. Okay. So when he's... He but plays he their kid older. when they're younger, yeah. and then they they make him up to look okay. older. How old is Amy Schumer? Because we talked about Rappaport recently. He's like 53, I think. She might be 40, if that. 38? I don't know. She seems forever young. Stand by. I know, because she's got a baby face. She, uh, yeah. Um, 40. MC calls her okay. uh, Cabbage Patch Kid. Yeah, kind she of. She looks like a grown-up Cabbage she Patch kind doll, of does. which isn't an insult. It's no, just it's cute. very cute. Face. Yeah. Baby Michael, face. Michael um, Rappaport's 52. Amy Schumer, 40. Yeah. He plays her dad. Yeah, they, they throw some makeup on him so he looks older. And then um, Gary Goldman, I mentioned. And, oh gosh, who's the other person I wanted to tell you? Oh, Michael Cena, who has a major role. Michael Sarah. Sarah. Oh my gosh. Cena. Not, Is not that a wrestler? Not the son of John Cena. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay, that's called Life okay. and Beth, and it's on uh, uh, Hulu. On Hulu. Don't Check forget... We have got new movie passes in My Talk Listener Rewards. Boundaries and bonds are tested in The Devil You Know. It's a gritty crime thriller thriller about family, morality, and redemption, starring Omar Epps, Will Catlett, Erica Tazel, and Michael Ely. You can see it exclusively at AMC Theaters starting this Friday, April 1st. Tickets are on sale now at amctheaters.com or on the AMC mobile app. You can also enter to win a pair in My Talk Listener Rewards. Love it. When we come back, if you see something, you should say something. Oh, murder. <laughs> I saw a video, which, Steve, you should definitely link up, 
of a 50 plus car pileup caught on video in your neck of the woods, sort of, in Pennsylvania. There was snow, there was fog. It was the most uh, I'd, ugh, crazy, devastating thing oh. that I've ever seen. Uh, we'll talk about that. And Can't then, wait to link that up. Yeah, That's going to be really No, great. it really is fascinating <laughs> to watch what happens because of the fog on a highway. And then Steve uh, is falling apart. Part of my body fell out of my body again. What is happening? I'll explain it all. When we return, it's Donna and Steve on my talk. Good morning, you guys. Appreciate you listening to the Donna and Steve experience on my talk 1071, everything entertainment. Don McLean's hanging with us for one more segment. Hey, girl, hey. What it do, Dirty Bird? Yeah. Did you say Dirty Bird? Yeah. Hmm. Like. Maybe go back and work. Like the old, you know, like Atlanta Falcons. They used to do the Dirty Bird dance when they went. Yeah, okay. it's Hotlanta, Donna. You wouldn't oh, understand. Okay. I lived in Hotlanta. Oh, I, I never oh, have. Really? That's why it's confusing. I just, I guess I wasn't real sporty. All right, I'm just going to hit this button. <laughs> hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. All right. Steve, did you watch the video? I have posted the video. Donna, I have not watched the video, and I don't think I'm going to. I really think you need to. I'm not going to. Please? No, because three people died. Okay, you're not going to see that. I know. It's very foggy. I see a screenshot which is telling me the story. It's linked up if anybody wants to see it. We have it linked up on the Donna and Steve show links page. Okay, so here's what happened. There was a snow squall in Pennsylvania, and it... And what happened, that's just like a lot of snow coming out of nowhere all at once, creating almost zero visibility oh on the highway. I've been that way on 94 before, and I was Ugh. never so scared in my life. Just a whiteout. So Ugh. scary. So it was also mixed with fog. Oh, So people are driving, you know, whatever you drive on a highway, 70 miles per hour, and can't see in front of them so they don't know that there are cars that have already been hit and are in the middle of the road and it's just tractor trailer after tractor trailer car after car and it was just unbelievable to watch this it was 50 to 60 vehicles involved it's it happened just before 11 a.m uh i don't remember what day this was but um very recent this is monday Okay, so yeah. Oh. And they had they had issued warnings about <sighs> the potential for snow squalls, saying that, like, meaning the Pennsylvania Emergency Management Agency. Yeah. Sure. They said this is a possibility today because it can turn that visibility to zero in a matter of seconds when mm-hmm. you have that cold front that suddenly there's heavy snowfall and boom, it's a whiteout. Yeah. And it might Heights. be icy because of the temperature, but... I mean, it was so dangerous. The guy with the video camera, with his phone, is videoing this, but he's... He's, he's like in the woods off in off, the shoulder. Yeah, and it's like he can easily be killed. Yes. Because he doesn't know what's coming, and they just mm-hmm. keep coming and coming, and it was just, oh my gosh, There's so a, scary. There's a point where you can... The scariest part is when you see a car coming at about 70 miles an hour. Yep. It's almost towards the end, and... It hits a guy's car who has left his vehicle. He's standing 
next to his vehicle. And that guy should thank all the angels in heaven for getting out of the car him because he is nearly missed. Yeah. It's, it's a miracle that yeah. guy wasn't hit. Yeah. Yikes. Anyway, my That's brother scary. sent me this video yesterday. He's like, Have you, did you see this? And I'm like, no. Do I need to? And then I did. And I'm like, I've never seen anything like that in my life. Anyway, we do have a little bit of a clip mm-hmm. of the audio of the guy. Yeah. This is ridiculous. It's snow and fog mixed together. And it made made the visibility down to zero. Oh, watch out, watch out. Oh, God. My car is gone. I need to get off the road. <laughs> Look at that fire. Oh, my God. Oh, man. I'm going to go see if people, if I can help someone. Okay, good. Okay, I'm yeah. glad he said that. Wow, that was so He loud. doesn't know, obviously. Right. right what's going to happen next? Because right. this is sort of at the beginning of the tragedy right yeah right and he is gonna go help someone so yeah there was like 20 people injured i believe that's really scary yeah anyway sorry guys it's in the news so i think that i would knowing what i know now because i had never experienced what i had you know when i moved to minnesota we of course had snow and terrible weather, weather and ice storms but i had never experienced a whiteout like a squall like that and I then, I was like, I'm in Minnesota. Like, mm. I'm like, holy yeah. crap. It was the first winter, and I'm what like, this done? is Minnesota. Holy oh, smokes. boy, gosh. But, yeah, just, I would avoid highways altogether. There are times when it has rained so hard mm. that I've had to pull over on the side of the road. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I can't see a thing. Yeah. Oh, man. So, uh, what's up with you, Patterson? Yeah. Oh. Hey, thanks for asking. You guys know that I... My life is an open book, right? <laughs> I mean, I just bear it all. Yeah, sure. For the second time in a year, I was eating something. I wasn't chewing on a metal rod. Oh, no. What? And I was like, ooh, whoa, there's a crunch in this protein bar. Ah! Whoa. And then I pulled out the protein bar. And I'm operating a motor vehicle at this point, mind you. Mm. Oh, no. And I was like, oh, hang on. And then I was like, mm, that's my tooth. That's my tooth for the second time in a year. I have part of a tooth that has just mid-chewing said, I'm out of here. Now, last time this happened to me, and yes, I did get crowned. Yes, King. I had so many people reach out and say, I have had parts of my teeth just fall out when eating soft things. It happened with eggs. Now it happened with yeah. a protein bar. But now, here's the real biatch of all of this. I am about to go on a vacation. Oh, sure. And so, even though there isn't pain associated with where it cracked off, mm. now the structure of the tooth, tooth is compromised. compromised. Yeah. And you wonder, if it cracks again, could you be in a situation where, like, if there's a filling under there, where suddenly I've got, like, a nerve that is, you know, like, hey, I'm in a... Yeah, exactly. Mm. So you got a lot of tooth problems in your family. I would say so. You got a baby that was born with a, with a tooth. tooth, pre-emergent tooth. Yeah, he had to get it extracted. Dev, I had to take him to the dentist when he was two days old to get a, uh, a, a tooth extracted. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Then his wife found a tooth in a in like a turkey sandwich. 
in a uh, it was butter mm, butterball turkey. What? Oh my gosh! No, it was butter in a turkey. Bow. Butter bones. bones. Uh, butter bones turkey. <laughs> and uh, job, she there was a full human tooth in the turkey. Oh. Donna still maintains that I missed an opportunity to sue. Yeah. Oh. That would have been or at weird least get, you know, you'd be part owner in, you know, <laughs> Butterbone Turkey Company. That's right. Uh, you yeah. big dummy. And uh, yeah, so now, yeah, we, we got we got weird stuff happening. We got kids with extra teeth, kids missing teeth. It's a whole thing. Remember that big stain you had on your tooth? That was brownie. Yep. And then I went and finally got it cleaned. <laughs> and the dentist said, I don't know if this tooth is dead or if it's yellow. We're going to find out. And uh at one point, she said the stain essentially popped right off. It was probably like a corn kernel Duh. all these years. Horrible <laughs> 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 Wow. Welcome to Hillbilly Radio. Don, you've done your time today. Oh, time served. Bye. Bring Rocco in. Okay. <laughs> uh, and then we've got some music news coming your way next. It's the Don and Steve Experience. Thanks for hanging on my talk.